And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture. Here he is, Michael Savage. We're talking today about Breaking Biden, the book by Alex Marlowe, who is the editor-in-chief of Breitbart News Network. It's an important book, and I'm going to read you something from the book jacket about Breaking Biden, exposing the hidden forces and secret money machine behind Joe Biden, his family, and his administration. It's really a mind-blower. And we learned that over his 50-year career in Washington, a lifer, Joey Boy Biden has become known for his gaffes his lies, and general creepiness, okay? But Marlowe says it's not his policies failing or his absolute lack of accountability that have led to historically low poll numbers. It's the presumption that something more insidious lies under the surface. And this book is a crash of lightning exposing the Biden political machine in a way heretofore unknown. Wow. Well, Alex Marlowe will join us momentarily here on the Michael Savage podcast and I can't wait to learn what he exposes, the secret cadre of consultants running Joe's world, how Joe stole, sold America's intellectual property to communist China, how the whole Biden family bagged cash off the family name. This is unbelievable. Wow, this is unreal. Exposed Joe Biden's undeniable role in Russia's invasion of Ukraine. This is frightening. Savage. Michael Savage, a host like no other. Middle East on the brink, North Korea on the brink, Iran increasing its aggression, elections in Taiwan. Look, there's a lot of global instability as we ourselves plunge into primary season. How have you sheltered your savings and investments from potential major setbacks to the economy? You think it can happen here? It can happen here, but it's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold. And Birch Gold Group can help you with that. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. As opposed to many other investments, gold Gold thrives in times of uncertainty. It is an important part of diversifying your savings. Now listen, here's how Birch Gold can help make it a part of yours. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold. And it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. You want to learn more? Just text SAVAGE to 989898 for a free info kit. S-A-V-A-G-E, text it to 989898 and you get a free info kit. It costs you nothing. Just text SAVAGE to 989898. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of happy customers, I encourage you to arm yourself with the knowledge of diversification through precious metals. Protect yourself. Text SAVAGE to 989898 and claim your free info kit. Protect your savings with gold. Do it now. Text SAVAGE to 989898. Thank you very much. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. Text SAVAGE to 989898. I welcome now Alex Marlowe to the Michael Savage podcast. Everyone, I'm Dr. Savage. So Alex Marlowe, editor-in-chief of Breitbart News, you have a, a book here that's frightening in a way. Kind of, we all know Biden's a corrupt <laughs> But you spend all these pages, 420 pages or so, with references exposing this, what I call a gangster regime. Aren't you afraid, Alex? Come on. Exposing the hidden forces uh, money machine behind Joe Biden, his family, and his administration. You know, one thing, Alex, in all my years in radio, I used to say to myself, the only reason they haven't whacked me 
is that it, as long as you don't expose how they're robbing the public, I mean, exactly where the money is, they'll leave you alone. But the minute you go into their money, you, you know, come on, Alex, aren't you worried about this? Uh, you know, maybe I've just gotten crazy over the years. Dr. Savage, thank you so much for having me, by the way. It's always great to see you. You always put a smile on my face when I see you. And thank you for all the great uh, promotion of Breitbart over the years. I love even when you roast us. So I'm always excited. When I never, we're, we're I on, never roasted we're on you once. You know, I don't roast you. Not, not, not me. You've never roasted me. Just the front page sometimes. But I love it. I still Actually, love it. I I don't, you know, when I do my my podcast, sometimes I just do the news and I say now I go to my favorite uh, website, which is Breitbart News. I mean, it's my number one go to. I, I it means so much to me and I love hearing it whenever I do. Um, to answer your question, I, I feel like I, maybe I have faith enough that our adversaries on the left would know how insanely stupid it would be to physically harm someone like me who has a lot of friends, friends like you, powerful friends, a big outlet. Um, so I do think I'm insulated a little bit, but maybe I'm just totally foolish um, because you're right about the money part. And it really is exposing in the book uh, where so many people do get paid. And sadly, Dr. Savage, so much of it is legal. So much of it is because the people who design the system uh, are now benefiting from it that those people have figured out a way to make money without having minimal disclosures and without having to actually uh, fear for any legal uh, consequences for it. And that's the Washington that Joe Biden has built. Above the law, above the law. Well, you're the editor-in-chief of uh, Alexander Muller is the editor-in-chief of Breitbart News Network. It's quite a position, by the way. Did you start with Andrew? Were you a kid when you worked with him? I was the first employee. So uh, I was there with him in his home office when he would fill in for you from time to time, which, by the way, Andrew was a, a, Andrew was a lion in terms of his fearlessness. Nothing made him more frightened than when he was hosting your show. That was the thing because <laughs> you were one of the biggest shows in the world and you're on 600 stations, whatever it was. It, it was a unbelievable thing to watch a guy who was so brave and it, otherwise fearless doing talk radio particularly for your show because it was the biggest show uh, that always blew my mind that he was always just totally clammed up every time that's amazing you know he once visited me early on in the first year or two of radio he came up to san francisco i remember we walked around the mall here i just remember it completely we spent a few hours together he was quite an energetic guy and he didn't stop talking by the way the beautiful part is the talk show says i didn't have to say anything Andrew yes. spoke for four th or three, four hours straight. I said, okay, he's a motor mouth like me, but let him go because I got to save my noise for tomorrow's radio show. God bless him. Andrew created quite an enterprise with the Breitbart News Network. I'm so glad it exists. I love Josh Klein, by the way, who's a great supporter of he's mine. Great. Does great write-ups for me. Let's go to the bottom line here. I didn't think Joe Biden would make it to June of this year, given his medical condition. So a year ago, I said he's clearly suffering from Parkinsonian dementia. He has the gait of Parkinson's. I said that a year ago. Any second year medical student 20 years ago would have seen that. He's now falling down steps. They're trying to prop him up, Alex. Do you actually I don't think he's going to be the candidate. Do you? I do. And I think oh, no. he is for a, for a number of reasons. Um, and I think part of it is who is going to step in to take his place. And I think he's Gavin. been pretty strategic 
Yeah, he's been pretty strategic about about how there's almost no one who could do it. I will tell you, there's one person who could, could do it. And I know you brought this up before 2020, which is Michelle Obama. You were the yes. first person to point out that she that she could parachute in uh, and, yes. and, and, and that would be it. But I don't think she wants it. And I think other than her, I think she's crazy. He's crazy. Yeah. She's got, no, yeah. Here's the question I have for you. You're a political expert. I'm a watcher sure, of sure. Gavin Newsom. I'm a watcher of Gavin Newsom. How can they inject him into the vice presidency before uh, Biden leaves uh, and move Kamala out? Could they do that by fiat somehow? Wow. I think she would have to resign. Yeah, I, I don't know the exact constitutional the way it would work. Um, but she'd have to resign, and they, 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 it definitely seems like he and Joe have. Uh, they, it seems like they're beginning to have an understanding that he's the next guy up. Um, but in order for him to solidify that status, he can't cross Joe too much. Uh, and one thing you I know, do you, cover you in the Gav, book is Gavin how Biden, can, yeah, you mean Gavin can't. Gavin, yeah, yeah, but he's doing all of yeah, these appearances. Right. He's debating DeSantis. Uh, uh, yeah. It looks like he's running to me. My guess is they're going to put him into the vice presidency uh, and move Kamala to another equal position somewhere or something that she'll take. Remember, she's only a puppet of the of the Getty uh, Willie Brown machine in San Francisco. That's who put her there. She's yeah, and I, did, I detail that in the book. Sure. You no, know, no. And she, she is. And I had a whole I have a whole chapter in the book on Kamala. Oh. And it was a much longer chapter, Dr. Savage, that, that I wrote. Uh, just in case she had been slid in there instead of instead of Biden, I hedged bets a little bit, and I had to save a lot of that stuff. So we'll have maybe we'll do a breaking Kamala one day, maybe maybe like a uh, little ebook. Um, but I go through why she's on the ticket, why she was picked. Of course, I go into some of the Willie Brown stuff and some of the history of San Francisco. Uh, but I think one thing for her that she is dominant. She's not popular, never has been popular, has never had a good record. But she's a dominant fundraiser. She is bar none the best fundraiser the Democrats have had. Now, could Newsom surpass her? Yeah, sure, of course. But to this point, she's got Silicon Valley and Hollywood in her pocket. And that is the money that funds the Joe Biden machine. When Jeffrey Katzenberg goes out there and says, I will give Joe Biden everything he needs to get reelected. He's not just saying Joe Biden. He's saying Joe and Kamala. He's saying that the Hollywood establishment will support this ticket. You know, well, you mentioned a very important point right now. People, I heard this when it, when Jeffrey Katzenberg first announced that he would be the uh, I think the chief bagman, the f- chief fundraiser for Joe Biden. I mentioned it to somebody, and I said the way I put it was: radical gay activist in Hollywood is the chief fundraiser for Biden. They jumped all over my throat. They said Katzenberg's not gay. Let's put aside whether he's gay or not. I don't really care, but he runs a very secretive, powerful uh, web in Hollywood, Katzenberg. And he is behind an awful lot of what happens to people in the media, whether it's the firing of various individuals, uh, et cetera. And I won't go into me being dismissed by Newsmax, but it's tied into this statement. By the way, Alex, I was on Newsmax for two years and one word and they canceled me. It's a big story for Breitbart. Not only did they cancel me, they canceled a book that I wrote that they were holding for two straight years. Think wow. about it. one word and they they come across like, oh, we're different than Fox. We don't cancel. It's a huge story. I've never made anything of it. But what I'm saying is one of the things I said that I know pissed them off because I got an email from them saying he's not gay. I The, the gay part wasn't the big thing about Katzenberg. 
It was the radical leftist gay activist part of it. The radical leftist Jeffrey Katzenberg, who said, I'm the chief fundraiser for Joe Biden. Hollywood wants this man in again. Don't they? That's I mean, exactly right. Yeah, they, they do. And they're foolish, too. And one of my favorite chapters in the book is I break down how Xi Jinping, Joe Biden and Jeffrey Katzenberg together, the three of them basically sold Hollywood out to the Chinese. Joe and Katzenberg thought they were going to get a lot of access to the Chinese market for American films. But what ended up happening is Chinese censors ended up cajoling Americans and American filmmakers to start making uh, some of these films that are China friendly, but are terrible that we've been seeing over the last decade and a half. This deal was brokered by Xi Jinping and Joe Biden and Jeffrey Katzenberg. It was those three. And that's part of the reason why movies stink so bad, uh, Dr. Savage, these days is because of these three. I live on movies at night. It's my greatest outlet. You know what I watch? Argentinian movies, Polish movies, Swedish movies, uh, Italian movies. I can't watch the American Netflix run by Obama and company. You can't. And the person you should be blaming is actually Joe Biden, of all people, because he is the one who created the climate with Xi Jinping and Katzenberg that Americans need to self-censor in a million different ways in order to try to get into the Chinese market. But then what happened is that Xi Jinping, even though he raised the quota of how many American movies China would show, what he ended up doing is still not accepting as many movies as he had originally. So the quota got bumped up from 12 to 20 to 30. But now they're still only letting in like 10 or 11 movies a year. So they're not filling the quota. So we get completely rolled and Hollywood got sold out. Mm. And the person who cut the deals was Biden. And they're still cutting him huge checks. It's infuriating. Savage. The Savage Nation. It's Savage On Demand. Well, in your book, you have a huge chapter here on uh, Kung Fu Pandemonium in Breaking Biden, which I I haven't read that chapter. How Joe Biden sold Hollywood to China. It's not bad enough. He broke our borders. He broke our economy. He broke our military. He broke our national pride. But he destroyed my movies. Yes. And I think that's very resonant to me because I grew up in Hollywood and I'm a movie fan, too. But everything I'm watching is older. It's it's before this stuff. The foreign stuff, of course, is is excellent, too, in a lot of places. But why the question is, why are current movies so bad? And they want to blame the pandemic and the right even wants to blame wokeness, which is a problem. Uh, Woke movies are terrible. But it's not just that. It's that we sold out to China and the person who did the selling was Joe Biden. This is a totally untold story and one that maybe doesn't jump off the page for some people the same way economic stuff and energy policy stuff might. But for me, this is a very important chapter and one that I can't wait to talk about with people. Okay, wait. So the title of the book is what I have to go back to it because it's, it's really about the secret money machine behind Joe Biden, his family's administration. He gets away with it, obviously, because he owns the media. He owns the Justice Department. So who is going to oppose him? All of us who see what he's doing and have no power. We're like living in the ex-Soviet Union. We're powerless citizens who have a, a limited voice. So to bring in Musk, he comes along and he opens up Twitter to all opinions. And they're calling him a fascist because he won't censor us. You see what's going on with 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 at the ADL and Musk, how they've initiated a war against Musk through the ADL, Alex? Yes. And one thing that's noteworthy in the book is I go through how even though Joe Biden 
is hamstringing Americans' energy sector, and he's doing everything he can to try to normalize uh, electric cars and try to push out combustion engine cars. He'd always been a hostile to Tesla. He's always hated Tesla, and he's always so. Th this is a beef, the beef the Biden administration with Musk, the left with Musk. It goes back quite a ways uh, because even though Musk has a really one of the greenest companies imaginable, yeah. uh, he doesn't play the 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 lip service to the establishment. Yes. He doesn't. Uh, uh, he doesn't value the opinions of people like John Kerry and Tom Steyer, who are all on the take. Uh, and they're all getting paid off by various anti-green, environmentally uh, irresponsible uh, companies. And then they walk around, they act like they're, real, they're the real environmentalists. Dr. Savage, I've learned more, about, uh, more from you about being a conservationist than I have from all those guys put together in, in uh, Biden's energy capital. A, a couple of books ago, I think at Government Zero, I quoted about this uh, climate change. And believe me, I'm an environmentalist or a conservationist, and I have been since I'm young. We all want a clean environment, but I'm not a fanatic with fake data. So to me, the greatest evidence about climate change being a mass hysteria right now, and of course, a huge money machine, is a thing called the Vostok Ice Core Samples. A number of years ago, a team of six different international teams from different countries drilled miles down into the Antarctic plate and pulled up an ice core sample from millions of years ago. They drilled... I, I don't know how many thousands of feet down. So they pull up, pick up, pull up an ancient ice core sample. And what do they find in this Vostok ice core sample? CO2 levels were higher, higher millennia ago than they are now, long before the internal combustion engine. It's a natural cycle that we're going through in many ways. And of course, we want a clean environment. I especially want that but not at the expense of destroying our society, Alex. So in your book, Breaking Biden, to bring it back yes. to your book, you know, I remember years ago, the Pelosi's cashed in on some solar farms in Nevada through a brother-in-law. It was a big, that was under Obama. Do you remember that one? What was that called? That was something to do with Pelosi. How is she involved with all of this? Yeah, it's the, the, that goes broader than the scope of the book because I tried to. It was hard enough to <laughs> uh, get all the stuff I need to get out of, about Biden in the amount of pages that uh, I, I thought could be readable for people. But I will tell you that that is commonplace with all of the people who are setting energy policy for this country. All of them are making money uh, in places like that. I mean, think about Michael Bloomberg, who is heavily invested or at least had been for a while in China. He's one of uh, the one of the energy czars for uh, one of the climate czars for Biden. And he is someone who kisses Xi Jinping's butt all the time, even though Xi Jinping is building new coal fired power plants right now. Uh, all of this stuff is uh, totally tolerable. The fact that uh, the the fact that China is increasing their pollution and plan on doing so for the next several years, who knows how long. The fact that that isn't an outrage to a single person in the Biden cabinet tells you all you need to know about the truth about environmentalism, which is, is turned into a gigantic grift. You know, in your book, people would say, well, OK, we understand he doesn't like Biden. He's partisan. He's uh, Alex Marlow, editor in chief of Bright. But what do you expect? What they don't know is you're rather bipartisan in your expose. For example, I found this on page 191 when you're exposing the Paycheck Protection Program scam and how the government gave out $4 trillion, $4 trillion wow, of COVID relief. And you list 
those who cashed in. And I was shocked to yes. see. Look, I knew that some of those were conservatives, so-called, who got money from them. And it got me sick because they still pretend to be fiscal conservatives, some of the people in the media. But you say that Norquist American for tax reform, Joseph Kushner Hebrew School. Oh, my God. Trump senior advisor, Jared Kushner. I like Jared, but he his family cashed in on this, too. You know, there's an argument to be made. I'm not trying to cast judgment here. I'm just reporting the facts. But I but I do <laughs> include some of these things in the book to, to send a signal. I'm not trying to be partisan. I'm trying to do an objective analysis. Uh, but the the most well the most wealthy people in this country uh, know how to work the system. Joe Biden is chief example of this, and is not just left wingers; it's right wingers too. I mean, and the fact Kanye that West these Khloe Kardashian brain. and and Kanye West Kanye West got got money from the Paycheck Protection Program is insane to me. So, uh, yeah, and and it's the, this is this is something that I thought was important to do in the book and you're very observant to catch this is i'm not brady trying to write a book this. just for conservatives no tom brady reese witherspoon chloe kardashian and even paul pelosi were among the multi multi multi-millionaire celebrities who took the bailout funds it's sickening actually Fra yes fracking and moguls, this is wait. why we have inflation fracking moguls and conservative financiers dan and farris wilkes also secured the bag of cash oh my god Steve Jobs' widow got money? Yes, this is my favorite story. Another good catch by you, Dr. Savage. This is one of my favorite stories in this section. Lorreen Powell Jobs, who was the villain of my first book, Breaking the News, <laughs> um, she had a company called Aussie Media, uh, which was a startup. And they got a PPP loan in the 2 to $5 million range. But then Aussie recently had to abruptly shut down because one of their executives impersonated a YouTube executive on a conference call in order to woo investors. So that guy's actually been arrested. Oh. So this was all funded by the widow of Steve Jobs, who gets all of her money, Lorene Powell Jobs, from Apple and Disney. That's where she makes all of her money. So it's, it, it, again, the level of grip, the level of sophistication that these people are able to use to legally get money from the American taxpayers is so vast. And all of that is why your grocery store bills up, your gas bill is up. Uh, all of this is why your rent is up. These are the people that are causing it. You know, Alex, I hear all of this. I agree with you about the corruption. It, it's never been as rampant in my life. Maybe it has been only it's more exposed now. But when I see it's both sides of the aisle, and uh, who's this? Probably a good friend of yours. And I don't mean to, you know, pick on someone, you know, but there's a lot of conservatives who took PPP money, like that guy, Dennis Prager, who runs Prager University. He took money, too. You know, how could they get up in the morning and then peddle the I'm a fiscal conservative the next day? But I don't want to point fingers at anyone in particular. So Biden is the chief here, to use an old New York phrase that goes back somewhat before New York. By Biden is the chief Ghanaf. But he's not the only Ghana on this pirate ship. There's an awful lot of other pirates pulling the oars on both sides of the aisle. This is the most broken down nation on earth right now. Alex, yeah, can we, can and, we and this is where this? there's a lot of people. Uh, it's a great question. I mean, I think that a lot of people now have the rationale that if the system is broken, why would I deny myself a certain cut okay. of what everyone's getting so long as it's legal? And, and, and this is where a, yeah, and, 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 and that's what you see. And that's a part of the book 
certainly to a smaller extent. It's mostly about Joe Biden, but also we I, personally, Dr. Savage, I'm with you. I think we need to hold ourselves to a higher standard, uh, but it is a the scope of the corruption that has been written into law is one of the most important things that's in the book is just example after example. The grift is legal. The, the military industrial complex. There's so many examples oh, of people who are in the Biden administration now oh. who, who are cutting checks or getting checks from the military industrial complex. That's what they do. They go make millions, 10 million. Then they come back and they set the policy that enriches the companies where they are. And then they go back to those companies when they're done. But it's not just a broad thing. I give dozens of examples of that that happen in the book. Savage. The Savage Nation. It's savage, uncut, unfiltered, and raw. Alex, let's talk about, to me, the biggest issue in America, in the world right now, which is the uh, Ukraine war, which I don't sleep well yeah. at night over. I have nightmares every night. I'm a student of history. I've studied Russian history. I've studied European history. I've studied the Napoleonic Wars. I've studied the ancient biblical wars. We are on the cr- cusp of something much bigger. Now they're blowing things up in Crimea uh, with you. You know, who's driving, who's sending these drones? It's not the Ukrainians. It's, I'm sure 100% it's our men have been on the ground for well over a year. We know they're being treated in hospitals, Alex. We read that yesterday, I think on Breitbart, in an article, that American troops are being treated in European hospitals now who are being injured on the battlefield in Ukraine. So we're fighting a proxy war. This is a repeat of the French in Indochina against the Vietnamese. This is a repeat of the United States in the stages of the Vietnam War all over again. Of course, there's no peace movement right now because there's no draft. So the left rather party on, they don't care. But God forbid we get into a ground war. And Russia just said, you want a ground war, you'll get one today. Just Lavrov said, we'll get a ground war if that's what they want. If they don't stop supplying weapons to this madman, Zelensky. And I want to be very clear. No one is suffering more right now than the Ukrainian people. It kills me to see these men being butchered and mutilated on the battlefield. And then I see Biden, the liberal leftist progressive, sending cluster bomb munitions to be used against Russian troops, which macerates people into chopped meat. And also the rate of explosives that don't detonate is very high. So they sit in the agricultural ground for a long time blowing up animals and farmers and children for years to come. What kind of country is this, Alex? There's no moral compass in any of this. So tell me about the war, the war. Give me the war. Give me, give me the war. Let's hear the war. Do you cover any of this Ukraine corruption in here? So I have a whole chapter on the Ukraine war, and I, I put the blame for the war almost squarely on Joe Biden. I okay. think Joe Biden made every mistake almost every mistake that you could possibly have made to go to Russia into feeling like an invasion uh, was an option, maybe the best option for them. Now, I'm not excusing the invasion and I'm not commenting a lot on some of the day-to-day stuff that's currently in the news because the book was, you know, finished a couple months ago. Sure. But I will tell you that 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 Joe Biden personally did almost everything wrong. The way I phrased it is he needed to use diplomatic finesse in order to manage the situation. And instead, what he did is he spoke loudly and he carried a small stick. All he did was do stuff like insult Putin on the world stage. He uh, appointed, for example, Victoria Nuland, who uh, hates Russia, to be one of the top people 
to a guy, the Ukraine policy, someone who uh, just despises Russia, has no business being anywhere in the vicinity of any Russia policy because it is beyond uh, uh, not objective. She hates them. And so she was there. She's still there. And they have her in a position of deep power. Uh, he allowed for Ukraine to flirt with the idea of NATO membership, which Russia has long since considered a deep red line, the reddest of red lines. If there's any inclination, Ukraine could be admitted into NATO. Russia invades somewhere. They've done this for decades. And yet Joe Biden was not aware of that or he was not conscientious of it. And the list goes on and on. So I spent a whole chapter breaking this down. He deserves to be held accountable for this war, Dr. Savage. Well, let me ask you, you're one of the smartest men in the media, Alex. You're also a great American in the truest sense. You give a, a damn about it all. So we're talking about Biden's corruption. We understand corruption has driven wars before and greed and madness. This is not the first war driven by yeah. greed and madness. Yeah. But now we're dealing with a nuclear power who's very paranoid right now right. and nervous right now. And Putin's power is probably a little shaky because he's actually a liberal, according to guests I've had. He's actually a liberal in the Politburo. And there's hardcore hawks who really want to go all out and smash Ukraine into the Stone Age and end this thing. And Putin's saying, no, we can't do that. So he's a go slowly guy. How does this end, in your opinion, Alex? Just forecasting, not from the book, from the heart. Sure. Yeah, it, it's hard to know where we'll end, obviously, because um, it's, it's it's a tough question. I have to try to use my crystal brain here. Um, <laughs> what I, I'm I is what well, one thing that I learned in Washington, and, I, and I've since escaped, but I was there for around eight years. And uh, one thing that really always stunned me was how real the military industrial complex is, uh. and how people do legislate and try to create policy with their personal checkbooks in mind. It's one of the most disheartening things about this country. Um, it happens on both sides, but what we refer to as the establishment is the worst. So there's uh, the the people who are, when you hear the word establishment, that's often what we're talking about. Yeah. The, the type of people would put their own finances ahead of, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, they all do it. I mean, they all do it. But the question is, how yeah. long can this go on until something happens where they say, we got to end this, it's too much now? We'll have to snuff the world out. When could when do you think right. what what could trigger this? Yeah, and what's amazing is that Russia's apparent weakness in this war, uh, which whereas I personally thought Russia would you know finish off Ukraine in minutes, um, the fact that it's still going on uh, in a way is just going to embolden the military industrial complex more. They can keep breaking off a hundred billion at a time, yeah. uh, for the, allegedly for Ukraine, but it gets it gets funneled through American uh, defense contractors first in a lot right. of cases. They don't understand and it. All when we give hundred billion to, to Zelensky. It doesn't go to him. It comes through weapons, for example, right? Although we are funding social and who's security, making the weapons? But we're also funding. Pensions in Ukraine. We're funding yes. small businesses yes. in Ukraine. It's actually hard to believe what's going on. Uh, Alex, uh, we're both concerned about the, the pensions future. point, Dr. Savage. Dr. S I, I make the pension point in the book that where I literally quote Biden, where he is talking about how important it is to pay the pensions for Ukrainian retirees. Uh, and I have the quote in there. It's just the fact that he can do this with a straight face. What is he in the media is like, yeah, that sounds good. Ukrainian Lives Matter, ULM. Savage. Home of Borders, Language, Culture, The Savage Nation. 
people shouldn't forget that as 8 million Ukrainians have been driven out of their homes, many of them living in Poland. I know people from Poland who I talk to. Poland is starting to get very, very nervous about the number of Ukrainians that have moved into their country. They say they're wonderful people, they're educated people, they're hardworking people. They're not like our immigrants who are uneducated, disloyal, and uh, et cetera. I don't even want to open the uh, the story about our borders, Alex, because right now, to me, this is the most heartbreaking element of Joe Biden in addition to the war or second to the war or maybe before the war, which is no borders. So, you know, my mantra for years has been borders, language and culture. And now we of see course. a man who comes to power surrounded by the most fanatical, stupid leftists imaginable. There are smart leftists and stupid ones. There are leftists who are not unpatriotic. This is everything negative. There are, in other words, there's liberals who are patriotic. These are not patriotic liberals. These are psychotics. So whatever Trump did, their first rule is undo it. That's their idea for policy. Then when they see the policy blowing up in their face, instead of canceling it, they double down because they're incapable of changing, Alex. So in your book, Breaking Biden, we know he's corrupt. We know the man is half demented. Yes. We know his family is worse than him. We know that people around him are worse than he is. How do we fix this, Alex? Where do we go from here? Yeah, the the the, the border chapter, by the way, is it's not an easy read. Um, it's incredibly upsetting. I try to cite a lot of the the details, but you're correct to note that the whole goal is to get the least educated people who are willing to work in a subculture and a subclass uh -huh. uh, that where you know there are these there are these busts on some of these uh, plants, you know, meatpacking plants and stuff, where there's all these. Uh, teens and young men who are getting busted working illegally in the middle of the night. And uh, who do you think these people are, Dr. Savage? New York Times won't tell you who they are. We know who they are. They are illegal aliens who are here to, to make money, to send it back home. And it's a humanitarian crisis. We don't even care because we like it because that keeps our prices a little bit lower. Uh, and that's something that Joe Biden is very comfortable with. Yeah, but most of the current wave of, they say, 8 million now, Eight million people yeah. brought in larger population of New York City has been brought into this country under this corrupt, mad machine, the Biden machine. And I don't think they ever thought it would get this bad. Thank God we have a governor like the governor of Texas who's sending yeah. it to New York where they're starting to understand what's at stake. We got the citizens of yes. Staten Island rioting and saying not in my backyard stopping them from taking over a Catholic school in, a, in an Italian neighborhood. I know some people there who have vehemently fought against this because not because they're racist, but because they're realists and they don't want criminals in their midst. Who are these people right. coming in? You got largely single men who look like military age, husky, strong men. They all have beautiful haircuts. I wish I had a haircut like they do. New Nike sneakers, new backpacks, an iPhone, Catholic charities, uh, Hebrew home for the whatever the Hebrew, the Protestants, the uh, they're all in on it. All of these front groups are in on this, Alex, through through federal grants. So you talk about corruption yeah. under Biden. The corruption seems to be metastasizing into every aspect of our life, Alex, in breaking. Biden. And that's what happens when we allow for it to go on. Yeah, I'm sorry not to. You know, is Biden the most corrupt president in American history? Uh, it's not even close from my view. And this is my first presidential history that I've written. But I will tell you, I came into it with hypothesis. He was among the most corrupt. 
And he was more corrupt in every single area that I studied. Uh, there was almost <laughs> nothing that I got out of the reading obsessively about Joe Biden for over a year with a team of researchers who have all worked on number one best-selling books in the past. Uh, and I was blown away, Dr. Savage. The one thing is he does genuinely seem to care about his family. That's ah, about the only positive thing I can say about the that's guy. Good. Well, that's good. Everything else, it, that's it's a positive. Right but, out of the you know, When you meet his family, and I have a whole chapter, <laughs> when you meet his family, uh, you might have a different take on it, which I have a little bit on all of them. Play the Godfather music. Da, 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 da. Yeah, that's uh, right. So instead of having an Italian last name with a vowel, we have a, a different uh, ethnicity, but it comes down, in your opinion, to the same thing. This is is this run more or less like a gang family? You know, I call it the Biden syndicate, I, the syndicate, the Biden syndicate. Uh, Dr. Savage, uh, it, it's not just that it's run like a gang family. There's substantial evidence that the actual mafia, not the fake mafia, not a colloquialism mafia, the actual mafia was involved in Joe Biden's original Senate campaign, which was a huge upset. And no one totally knows why he won. And then you look back on it and they were actual mafiosos who there seems to be some pretty significant evidence uh, may have done something. If there were a thing or two to make sure Joe Biden got across the finish line. So wait, wait, this wait, goes let's, a, let's a, focus a, on this in Delaware, correct? Yes. People don't know. Yeah, that uh, Delaware, yes, in Delaware. Yes. People don't know that Delaware is very close to Maryland and that Maryland is a state with a city called Baltimore. And Baltimore is a city that had a mayor who was the father of Nancy Pelosi. You know all of this, of course, correct? Yeah, of course. Yes. <laughs> and, so, and, 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 yeah, and, and, and if you look into it, going back to this historic 1972 victory where Joe Biden won in a completely unexpected fashion, uh, there were some ads, anti-Biden ads, that were supposed to run right before the campaign. And those ads got killed. And it was allegedly because of some strike. But people who have dug into it have shown that the suppression of these ads coming from Caleb Boggs, who's the guy you ran against, uh, may, there may have been some mob involvement in why the ads never get, got out. And that got Biden in the Senate unexpectedly to begin with and got him on the path through where 50 years later, we're having this conversation, which is stunning stuff. So yes, absolutely. Mob family, all, all of that oh. is totally apt comparisons. The, the, the one thing though, that I will say is a little different, and this is the scariest part, is most of what Biden does is legal. And that's one of the shocking and horrifying conclusions that I guess I'm giving away part of the end of the book, is it's so much of what he's done is legal. And that is an indictment of all of us, not just him, Dr. Savage. It's all of us that we allowed for a system to uh, it basically entrench so much of this corruption and have it be that people can get away with it in the courts. Look, as I say, I'm a film lover and you're in Hollywood. I think you were in, deeply involved at some point in movies. So I remember when Andrew Breitbart once invited me to a, a film studio in L.A. while he was alive. Maybe you were there in that group. We all went over to some film studio to watch something a long time ago. I was there. You were. So I remember a movie. I just watched it the other night, which I never really liked. It was too cartoonish with Leon DiCaprio called Gangs of New York about the time when Tammany uh -huh. Hall ran New York, which was 100 years worth. 100 years Tammany Hall ran New York, and it was the most corrupt state in the world. And somehow New York survived. I mean, 
People like my father, an immigrant, came over, they worked, they kept their noses clean and they made a living. And eventually New York kicked out, you know, the gangs of New York kicked out Tammany Hall. That's why I say, Alex, I'm not a pessimist. I have people in my family who have given up on this. So they think it can't survive. They think it's over. I don't know. I'm an optimistic pessimist. As the pest, yeah. as, as depressed and as pessimistic as I get in my own personal emotional state, I believe if you watch the history of America, we've gone through other lawless phases before, and somehow it's corrected itself. Do you actually think uh, your study of, of Biden, how corrupt he is, is, is he sort of like the gangs of New York, almost like the uh, Tammany Hall era on a national scale, right? Yeah, I, I think it's a great comparison, aside from, of course, my point about how so much of it is legal. But I'm like you. I, I'm very negative on where the country is at right now. And if you you look around, it's hard not to be. Uh, right. But there are a couple of positive things. And I do feel like we have a playbook, and hopefully this book sums it up uh, as well as any have, uh, as, as well as we have to date. But we have a playbook to beat Joe Biden. And I think it's to point out all of his failures and all of his corruption and helping people understand that. Now, we're going up against a Leviathan, which is the Democrat community organizing apparatus with their automatic vote, uh, their automatic voter registration. Mail in votes by mail. Oh, my God. Yeah, the mail in votes, of course. And, and, And their dominance in the media and big tech. These are huge hurdles for us. But our issues are better issues. And we can win on those issues if we just communicate with people. And doing that is harder than ever in some ways because of tech censorship. But if we can get through, which I think we can, because our ideas are better, we're funnier, we're sharper. If we can do that, I still think there's still hope for this country. I would not have written this book if I didn't have hopes that it would make a difference. I didn't write it just, you know, because I, I like reading my own words. So <laughs> that's not unpleasant, I have to admit. But it is, it's not why you do something like this. You do this because hopefully you can uh, inspire people to get engaged on this topic. And this is the biggest topic there is. The man in the White House is a, a terrible failure and he's a corrupt man. And he deserves to be held accountable by the voters. Well, my personal feeling is he's not going to finish out his term. Either he's going to resign because of medical reasons, have a fall for medical reasons, resign, or uh, and they'll put either Kamala in. I, I still say they're going to engineer Gavin into the presidency before the election, so he automatically gets reelected. That that's my guess right now. That's the game. That's why Gavin's being put into the bullpen right now. I mean, everywhere you turn, it's Gavin, 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 and Gavin's going to win if he runs because. Americans don't vote for policy. They vote for looks. Gavin's a great looking guy. He's like movie star quality, handsome. He's got a beautiful wife and children. By the way, his father-in-law is very conservative and a Republican. People wouldn't know that. Uh, And and that doesn't help very much. But uh, he's also much smarter than people believe. Gavin's much smarter than people think. Oh, he's a left wing fanatic and all that. But but Gavin's very smart. He's very smart. He's not a stupid guy. People don't know that. Well, well, you, you know, Dr. Savage, I'm from California and, and I went to Berkeley, as you did, I know. And um, I, I've been following his career since he was you know, local politician in San Francisco. And he has a couple of the same gifts that Joe Biden has. He's got a, a strong work ethic. Um, he has an ability to take slings and arrows. Um, he's got an ability to give the base what the base wants when the base needs it. So he's got an ample political skill set. And I think that that's, uh, he's not to be 
I, you shouldn't turn your nose up at him at, at all. And there's a lot of stuff that people pick apart when he eventually goes for national office, which he will. Um, but it's a I, I'm with you that he needs to be on everyone's radar now if he isn't already. A hundred percent. And um, I mean, I've known him for many years because he was a friend of my family going back when he was mayor of the city. In fact, his dad, Judge Newsom, I met him in the North Beach restaurant when I first started radio in 94. I used to hang out there and wow. his father was in there, Judge Newsom. So this is when Gavin was mayor and he passed the um, gay marriage thing in the city or something. I don't know what he did. Yeah, I think so. So I called him any Tusum Newsom at the time. And I went up to his father and I said, Judge, your son is a great guy, but he just made the mistake of his life. He's finished by passing gay marriage. And his father said, oh, my God, you're 100% right. Well, guess what? Judge Newsom in heaven, we were both wrong. <laughs> Gavin read the tea leaves wow. better than we did, right? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he sure did. And, and that's where he, he's dialed in to what the base wants. And, and this is the thing that, as I think, kept Joe Biden afloat uh, oh. all these years, is that whenever his back is up the, against the wall, and people start seeing it now that I'm pointing this out, Whenever his back is up against the wall, he feeds the base something. He doesn't feed something to the middle. He doesn't feed something to the working class. Whoa. He gives the base something. And once you start realizing that's part of his playbook, you understand how he survived so many scandals and uh, all the health stuff and so many failures over the years. Savage. Michael Savage, a host like no other. you think Hunter's going to bring down Joe? I don't. I think it's a smokescreen. Um, it's a great, wow, it's a great question. And I, I don't want to shoot myself in the foot because I have no, a lot no, of really no, juicy don't answer Hunter it, content. No. I don't want to put you on the spot. <laughs> no, no because- but, but, but I, I, I do agree. I, I do agree. It's got to all come back to Joe. No one, this is one thing that's interesting about the gun charge with Hunter. Have yeah. you noticed that that's the one thing Joe, Joe's accused of that uh, I'm sorry. That's the one thing Hunter's accused of that has nothing to do with Joe. Nothing, nothing, nothing. That's yes. what they got him on. A hundred percent. Right. They left out all the other stuff, the China money, the Ukraine yeah. money. It's funny. I have just a Japanese right. restaurant in town. The, the guy speaks broken English. And he's like one of these guys who yells, John, he goes, Mike, how are you today? One of those great, great guys. But old world Japanese works his ass off. And even he out of nowhere, I didn't even know his politics said, Hunter Biden, just gone. He said they didn't even get him on the money from China. No money from Ukraine. <laughs> How could they do that? Even he knows this common yeah. man. Common man knows this. Right. Yeah. And then one of the things in the book that I found is that remember when Joe tapped the strategic oil reserves because oh, gas no. prices were too high? Yeah. And China got some of that money. And so we were outraged because China got some of our strategic oil reserves or you did they got some of the oil, which is insane. Um, it, but where we stopped and people didn't realize is that Hunter Biden, one of his companies had a connection to the Chinese energy firm that got the oil. Oh, so Hunter God. actually had a connection to the release of the strategic oil reserves. And again, Dr. Savage, because this stuff is because I don't have subpoena power. I'm not a, con- a, a congressional investigator. That's where my knowledge ends, is I know that this Chinese energy firm got the oil and Hunter Biden was tied to that firm. But that's it. I can't get more. And because Hunter doesn't have to disclose this stuff, he doesn't have to disclose how he is selling the Biden family name to the, to, to the Chinese. 
The disclosures stop, thus our knowledge as, as the public stop. And that's why Hunter's not going to take down Joe. So long as those are the laws, Hunter is going to get away with all the big stuff. Alex, look, your book is breaking Biden. I think Biden's broken himself. I also think that Biden is broken right now. And I don't think they can hide. See, this is the thing is you can only hide physical and mental debilities so long. You can only keep them hidden so long. And I believe even today, as we're speaking, he slipped again coming down Air Force One after we read just this morning that they gave him sneakers to wear so he wouldn't slip. He slipped again. It's it's not funny. I, got I, had a mother, I had a mother who, rest in peace, had had Parkinson's. It's terrible to watch. But what people don't know about this disease is it's not a slow slope. There are good days. There are bad days, good days, bad days. But then but if you look at the direction, it's all downhill. And all of a sudden, with these debilitating diseases, there's a steep, sudden drop that they fall off a cliff all at once. And, and Alex, in Breaking Biden, you expose the hidden forces and secret money machine behind Joey and his family. Uh, and it's great. And people have to read that and understand it. But I have a terrible fear that the machine that put him there is going to remove him and they're going to put someone else in to keep the old good times rolling, Alex. So this is where I can offer a little bit of help. One of the things that's interesting that I, I observed during my research is that Joe has always wanted a dynasty. He's really looked at the Kennedys uh, and he's emulated them to the mm. Bushes a lesser extent and other, mm. other dynastic families. Um, but this is why he had that. Remember how he had that 10,000 square foot house in Delaware with a ballroom in it? Um, the typical populist thing to do, right? Get a 10,000 square foot I house. Even know he had ballroom. I thought he lived um, in a 3 2 somewhere, a 3 2 ranch. Oh, 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 no. It's a it's all it's all the, the smoke screens they put up. No, he had a gigantic mansion that he was hoping to be sort of a a a, a White House when he would eventually oh. like a Kennebunkport or Hyannisport. Oh, uh, that was his hope because he wanted a dynasty. Um, but when you meet the Biden family, you realize that was never going to happen. Um, his best chance at a dynasty was going to be Bo, who the system would have anointed as president and he would have gotten eight years. It would have been a cakewalk. It would have been uh, th th then you could have thrown up your hands. Uh, but Bo sadly died of cancer. So he didn't he's, he's not here. There's no one else. Kamala is not it. No. Gavin Newsom probably isn't it as of now. Pete Buttigieg isn't it. Oh. So it, Hunter certainly isn't it, though. Joe did have a vision of Hunter being a top speechwriter for Bo. Yes, that was Joe's vision for Hunter was Hunter was going to be a top advisor to President Bo. That was the plan. Amazing. So it's not going to happen. So so after Biden is sh whatever happens to him, uh, whatever he gets retired, hopefully in a year at the election, um, then th 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 there's no real place to go. And that's going to be incredibly interesting to watch for the Democrats. Well, you sure did your, your homework in Breaking Biden. It's a great book and it's out by the time this podcast comes out. And I think it's going to become a huge hit. Unfortunately, most people uh, will say, yeah, well, I know how bad he, well, they don't really know how bad, you know, it's one thing to say, you know, there's nothing to really know. And your book does it. You expose the names and places and the actual money involved. Alex Marlowe, before you go, I, I would be remiss if I didn't ask you about Breitbart News, my favorite, my favorite website. How's it doing? How's BNN doing? Oh, we're, we're doing great. We're always up against a couple of really, a, a few really tough things we have to deal with on a daily basis. And this is why it's so important that people go and share our content. And we're so grateful for people like you talking about it. 
is there's massive amount of suppression from big tech. And this is why the next Republican that gets in there has to address this, that big tech is suppressing information that they deem unfavorable to their narratives. And so our traffic will be a, fla- a fraction from Google, et cetera, that uh, a Forbes or someplace that doesn't have a political affiliation mm. or is on the left. Uh, it's a we, we get really um, segregated in that way. The same thing with advertisements. There's a huge effort to try to make it so that people can't advertise their businesses against conservative content. Uh, this has been a years-long process. And what that does is that stifles off funds so that Breitbart's huge. So we're going to be fine. But the issue is it makes growth slower and it makes the thought of other conservative outlets popping up, doing good work, it makes that less likely. And so that's why it's so important to support the people in conservative media who you believe in, uh, because we are really out there uh, uh, on a little, on a, you know, a tiny sailboat some days and fighting some really heavy seas here, some high tide. Uh, and that's why we're so grateful for people in your audience and like you for promoting us. So we're, we're doing great, but the headwinds are huge because we know the establishment doesn't want our content. They're going to ignore this book, Dr. Savage, just like they ignore your books. Like, that's how they do it. They don't want to give it oxygen because it's they know the, the, Soviet the arguments are so good. A- a- Alex, you're, yeah. you're in the gulag with me. We're both in the gulag of the media. Let's be, be honest. You know, in the Soviet Union, they ignored you. That's what they did before they jailed you. They ignored you. So here I am in San Francisco all these years. I have eight best-selling books in a row, and they've never covered one of them. They, they make believe I never even wrote a book. I had the biggest yes. radio show in the history of San Francisco and California. They never covered the show. This is what they do. But you talk about advertising. My podcast right now, Alex, and I know you face the same headwinds. So I'm represented by an ad agency and they represent 3000 podcasts. And they said to me, Michael, your podcast is still in the f- top five or 10 of all of our podcasts. But the boycotts continue to plague my podcast advertisers are very frightened to go on to a political show that is conservative. They're not frightened to go on a leftist political show, as stupid as some of them may be. And you have the same problem with Breitbart News, with advertising, right? Ad revenue is the key to all of it. That's exactly right. And and there are entities that have been established specifically to try to poison conservative media (sighs) with advertisers. And they're going to be subject to these businesses or subject to harassment campaigns uh, if they dare to advertise. Media matters is the number one weapon. It it started with that and then it's expanded and they're very well funded. They are partners in corporate America. Uh, It's not just Democrats who are doing it. It's Republican establishmentarians are also a part of it because they don't want this quote threatened. Um, It's very bleak out there, but the truth has a way of getting to people. Uh, it just does. And so I believe in that. And that's the mission I'm trying to fulfill every day. Breaking Biden by Alex Marlowe. It will be a New York Times bestseller from my mouth to Hashem's ear, to the God's ear. Alex, good luck with your book. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today on the Michael Savage podcast. Alex, good luck with Breaking Biden. Thank you so much, Dr. Savage, as always. Keep it up and never be intimidated. Savage. Well, thank you very much for listening to today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it and you'll learn something from it. We have about 400 other episodes available for you to listen to absolutely free. You can go back into our vast library of podcasts and listen to any one of them at any time. And remember this, if you want to listen to my podcast ad-free, sign up for the Savage Premium Membership 
and get access to ad-free podcasts as well as some premium content from our Savage Archives. How do you sign up for those ad-free podcasts? Please visit michaelsavage.com for a link. Again, thank you for your listenership. This is Michael Savage.